how to go from a dark place in your life to a new era of love and peace. With the author of A Higher Road, cleanse your consciousness to transcend the eagle and ascend spiritually, D. Neil Elliott, on episode number 212 of the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. You know, if I commit suicide, I won't be able to try this. And I was looking for any last ditch effort not to commit that act. And so I decided to push out the plan date of my suicide and study this material. And a year later, I woke up, my depression was totally gone. I felt full of, you know, inner love and inner peace and inner joy. And I felt totally prosperous and abundant. Hi, this is Dr. Rebecca Louisa Smith, the author of Born to Do It, where I help you tap into your soul purpose and become a leader in a business niche using powerful spiritual techniques. Dr. Brad Miller has a powerful podcast for Beyond Adversity, which will help you to overcome adversity to achieve peace of mind. Welcome to the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller, the show dedicated to helping you crush adversity and succeed in life. Brad believes you deserve a life that is fulfilling and impactful. And this show is designed to help you navigate beyond adversity and achieve your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose. Now, here's Dr. Brad. Hello, good people. Welcome to Beyond Adversity with Dr. Brad Miller. This is the podcast where we help you to grow through what you go through to transform your life by seeking to have a life of peace and prosperity and purpose. This episode brought to you by The 40-Day Way, the coaching program that we have at drbradmiller.com slash 40-Day Way, which will help you to develop your PLP, your Promise Life Plan, to get you unstuck from your dark place and to find your life of peace and prosperity and purpose. We're here to be helpful to you at drbradmiller.com. We're all about stories of people who have transformed their life. And many times, it's a similar story to this. You're in a dark place of depression, or maybe you've had a divorce, or maybe some terrible disease has happened to you, or maybe you have crushing debt, or maybe you have the grief of death in your life. And you go from a place of a pretty good place to a place of being stuck and depressed, a dark, dark place. Our guest today, D. Neil Elliott, was cruising along pretty good in his life. In an interesting life, a successful career, an amazing wife and family. But at age 57, he hit rock bottom, depressed, anxious, and trapped. What do you do when you're in such a dark, depressed place? That's our conversation today with D. Neil Elliott. We're going to talk about the process that he used to cleanse his consciousness, to transcend his ego, and to ascend spiritually. And he started with meditation and daily cleansing routines and other things that were apart from uh, apart from positive thinking, apart from mantras, or you know, sitting at the, f- at the foot of a guru in India, or any other popularized methods about finding yourself. This was his personalized way, way of taking steps in order to find his own consciousness. It basically involved combining scientific discoveries 
and spiritual concepts working together. He has a seven-step process that he outlines in his book. So we're going to talk about what he went through, what he did about it, and then what you can do about it too. Especially when we come back on the other side of the interview, we're going to talk about some specific things you can do if you have a dark place in your life and you want to get out of it to get to a place called A Higher Road. The name of his book is A Higher Road, Cleanse Your Consciousness to Transcend the Eagle and Ascend Spiritual. Spiritually, his website is dneilelliot.com, and D. Neil Elliott is our guest today on the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. With our author friend D. Neil Elliott, he is the author of A Higher Road How to Cleanse Your Consciousness to Transcend the Ego and Ascend Spirituality which means it's all here to be helpful to us to help open up our mind and look at new perspectives about our life. We appreciate having him as our guest today. Neil, welcome to Beyond. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here, Brad. I'm looking forward to our conversation today. I think we're going to have a very helpful and profitable conversation for our Beyond Adversity listeners and folks who may be seeking some new perspectives, new directions in their life. And that happens when we have some depressing or moments when we hit a wall or hit a problem. I know in your life, you had a period of time when you dealt with some struggles and some depression and some events that put you in a bad place and that led you to seek some other helpful directions in your life. But tell us a little bit about what you faced and kind of where you were at not too long ago and what you had to come out of. What were some of the things that you had to face to come out of? Let me give everybody quick context and then we'll tell you how I got there and then how I came out of it. So born in 1960, just to give everybody context, I'll be 62 in May. Born in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, live in Canada, married, three kids, five grandchildren, second marriage, a professional engineer and an MBA. And that's important when we start talking about the book. Anyway, I've worked sure. in the corporate world for my life. From I went into consulting in 2002 from gainful employment into consulting. And what happened was from 2002 to 2015, I slowly drove my state into a a very depressed, deep, despondent depression. And in 2015, I thought I need to somehow seek some help to come out of this. And my method of seeking help, I, I, you know, tried this before trying to change how I thought and stuff and it didn't work and, you know, had professional help and stuff in other areas And so this time what I did is I picked up some books, some scientific books and some spiritual books. And I tried this in the 90s and it didn't work. Uh, I tried it again in 2015. And over a two-year period, I read these books and uh, all great from great authors that we all know and uh, tried this process to change how I fundamentally thought. And I couldn't do it. I wasn't successful. And in late 2017, I sat down at our house had just sold. I'd been on the market for five years. We were renting a little one-bedroom apartment. My wife got on a plane to go to Toronto, Ontario, Canada to visit family and friends. And I sat down at a little apartment kitchen table and planned out my suicide and crafted my suicide note. And I had been planning to do it, you know, in the future, three months out, four months out, 
I wanted to ensure my wife would be okay financially and I'd get rid of all the things I accumulated over my lifetime that no one needs to deal with after someone dies and say goodbye to family and friends without anybody knowing what I was going to do. Hmm. We're all great actors in our environment. We can put forth whatever we want and project to client, family, friends, and no one knew I was in this state. So I plant, was planning it out, <clears throat> but a week prior, some material had fortuitously come to me that promised to liberate me from my thinking. And so I thought, okay, well, you know, if I commit suicide, I won't be able to try this. And I was looking for any last ditch effort not to commit that act. And so I decided to push out the plan date of my suicide and study this material. And a year later, I woke up, my depression was totally gone. I felt full of, you know, inner love and inner peace and inner joy. And I felt totally prosperous and abundant. Nothing in my external world changed. It's all a matter of, you know, how I was inside and how I thought. And I totally transformed my thinking. And uh, my life has just changed since then. And we can talk more about that. But, uh, well, I do want to get into what some of the things you actually did. I mean, obviously, you decided to read and study and so on. Well, I'm going to get into that. But I do want us to get just a little more, just one slight peel back of the onion deeper on your depressed state, your suicidal state. Was that a gradual thing over time? Or was there any kind of a certain event or occurrence or transition that was kind of the tipping point for you? Because this is helpful to some of our listeners who have had these moments when they kind of think, okay, this is it, and they they need to get some context here. Do you mind sharing just a little bit more about that, how you got there? Yeah. So let me first say this. One thing I've learned is that every event and every experience that comes into our lives, we create it ourselves. So we create every event and every experience that comes into our lives through our thinking and our feeling. And I'll be able to explain that more later. So this depression for me came on very slowly, very gradually. And it wasn't any, you know, cataclysmic thing that happened. It just, as a result of my repeated thinking and feeling, and all of us do this, we program into our subconscious mind at a very young ages, you know, from babyhood through adulthood, we program certain beliefs and understanding and ways that we respond to the world. And we create our reality out of our thinking and our feeling. And when we program into our subconscious mind and our unconscious mind, those patterns of thinking and feeling become like concrete. And they're very hard to break up and dissolve. And you can go through these processes that, you know, other authors may share, but nothing ever got to the real nub of the matter. And the nub of the matter is that First, we need to understand that everything that we think is right or wrong, true or false, good or bad, is really just a belief. And if we can come to that understanding, then as soon as we have the new knowledge and the process, we can go through a process to actually break up and dissolve these patterns of thinking and feeling that's in our subconscious mind, and we can transform our lives. So for me, it came on very slowly. Sure. And, and then, but it, it is so deep. It was at the point where you were very close to a decision and then you 
made the other, I made a tragic decision. And then you made the new decision to do something about that. And when fortuitously or serendipitously, this research or these books came into your possession. But it sounds to me like you had even prior, you know, other uh, earlier times in your life, you may have had some similar resources, but the time was right now for whatever it was for you to do something here now. So what do you think were some of the actions that you took? I mean, you know, you read some material, but what are some of the things that you did to kind of break the old pattern to do something new here that led you eventually to your present state of, of some healing and wholeness? Yeah, good question. So I'm going to say, let me just preface this by everything I'm going to talk about now is I've laid out in in a higher road, which is a seven-step process uh, that I that I went through. So from today, looking back in the rearview mirror, I can say that a foundation was being laid for me through some scientific books and a couple other books that I share in a higher road that opened me up to receive some new information that came to me fortuitously that I got to the point where I was open and ready to read anything in hopes that it could take me from this place of, you know, I got to a point where I was going, there's no purpose in life. Life is just a misery. Everything I do is just miserable. I'm working hard. I make a lot of money. I spend a lot of money. And it seemed that no matter what I did, I just couldn't get out of this mindset I was in that had driven me into this place of suicidal depression. And what that did for me, though, is it, it made me receptive to other information then these scientific books and stuff laid this foundation for me that opened me up to receive this new information that does a final bridge between spirituality and science and it is logical and it is rational and it is understandable and believable with what we know in science today that platform enabled me to to go through this process to bridge this gap between spirituality and science And the process has, you know, just totally transformed my life. And we can talk more about what do I mean by that. It sounds like if I'm reflecting back with you here just a minute, Neil, that what you were looking for in one regard was, you know, when we talk about spirituality and spirituality type of things, sometimes we can kind of think, oh, that's kind of woo-woo or out there or something, you know, really ethereal. And you were looking for something practical and pragmatic. And I think you said that you had, was it an engineering background? I forget what you said earlier in your career part, but I I can tell you just kind of have an analytical approach to to things. Is this a part of what you were looking for? Something a little more? Or, uh, foundational, perhaps even scientific, scientific to apply to. Yeah, absolutely. So, professional engineer with an MBA, and you're right. Yeah. Is I needed something to for me that you know, as a as an engineer and you know, kind of a science background. If we can observe it, measure it, calculate it, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. those are things for me that are understandable and believable. And I I needed something that would lay this platform for me based in science that enabled me to take this leap. And so this leap, however, was so important to your healing, as I understand it, as you say in the subtitle of your book, to transcend ego, which is kind of that personal part of us, 
to ascend to a spiritual realm. So what do you think is important about ultimately finding this connection to a higher power, to something greater than self is part of what I'm getting at here. I, I heard you describe, kind of describing kind of a workday life. You make a lot of money, spend a lot of money, get through to, to, that type of thing. But now you were making a connection to something greater than self. How important was that to this transformation to you? Uh, tell me about that. So it it was key and and it's key because, so now I'm going to talk about from where I, what I know today versus what I knew back then. Very good. So we come here with a purpose. So this could get complicated very quickly and take a lot of time. So I won't do go that route, but our souls come here with a purpose and we are, and to understand what that purpose is and to understand how we use the mechanics of the universe, the laws of cause and effect to create every event and every experience that comes into our lives, combined with what our real purpose in life enabled me to get on this path where, you know, I'm starting to fulfill what my soul's mission is, so to speak. And have, our have mission, a purpose in life. Have a purpose in life. But our, our purpose is for us to make this connection back to source, whatever you want to call it, God, Yahweh, the Tao, Allah, doesn't matter what you call it. Our purpose is to make this connection back with the source. And when we make this connection back with the source, we start to go through this process of this transcending of our ego. And the ego is a tool of creation to create individuality from the wholeness of itself, to be able to experience itself. And you, your soul is a unique expression of unconditional love. And in order for you to learn the lessons, your soul to learn the lessons it, need, it wants to learn over many lifetimes and many reincarnations, you are here to develop your personality, your unique expression of unconditional love through varying events and experiences through different places of origin, different colors of skin, different religions, uh, sometimes healthy, sometimes poor, etc. When you understand all of these processes, what was before the Big Bang, the impetus for the Big Bang, what happened at the time of the Big Bang, and then how we use the tools of the universe... And what our real purpose in life is, you can make a conscious decision to go through this process, to live, carry on living like you do, or go through this process to bring you into this inner state of love, peace, and joy, and be part of this process to transform the consciousness of the world, to bring this earth into a new state, a new era of love and peace around the world. And that's mm. my that's my mission in life, is to bring help bring this world into a new era of, of yeah. love and peace. And so you've got this new mission and new purpose that comes from the efforts that you did to make this connection. And when we are disconnected from our purpose and our mission, as you was basically the state you were talking about before, when we have that kind of that lost state, that thinking we're kind of, you know, twisting in the wind type of thing. And we feel like we have a sense of meaning, meaningless. Ness, and you've developed your meaning 
fullness and purposefulness here and that that's an awesome thing. And so that means now that you've learned some new methodologies, some new disciplines some new habits and new ways of doing life. So let's go there for a minute. And I know this, you have you know several steps in your book and what you teach here. Let's go there for a minute, Neil, about what are some ways now that you either live your life now or teach in your book and other things for people then to apply this transition, this transformation that you made in their lives. So in so in the book, what I what I do is I teach this seven step process to so people can understand how and why we're created and why we're here, and then go through this process to make a connection back with the divine. When you make this connection back with the divine, you know, life is a journey. Life is not about what you own your bank wallet, your family that you have, other people, you know, possessions or where you live. It's got nothing to do with that. Life is actually an internal journey. The peace, the security, the joy, the love that you are seeking is all within you. And what you need to do is go, if you're after that, what you need to do is understand how to unlock that and express it to the rest of the world. We are not here to please God. We are here to express God. And God is unconditional love. And so these seven steps, you know, the if you follow these seven steps, you can bring yourself into this inner state of love, peace, and joy. And it is for anybody. It is for someone who's wealthy, someone who's poor, ill or healthy, happy or depressed. It is for everybody in the world. Hmm. And so these seven steps are very concrete. Well, tell, Go ahead. So let's uh, let's get into a couple of them. Then you know, let's just say that the person you're dealing with or reading the book is in somewhat similar state that you are in—a depressed state, or they have some impactful event in their life. They lost a job, they had a divorce, they had a death in the family, whatever it was that's kind of sent them into a bad place. What are some of the things that they, these steps are going to find in your book that can be applicable to their life? Yeah. So first off, we need to stretch your consciousness. We need to open you up and give you a new understanding of what consciousness is. And so the a higher road takes you through this process. For example, I used to think everything that I thought, good or bad, right or wrong, true or false, was something that I had been exposed to, learned or you know experienced. And I thought it was all in my brain. So what I understood through some of these scientific books that I read that helped lay this foundation for me is that our thinking is really everything that we believe to be right or wrong, good or bad, true or false, is really just a belief. You change your beliefs, you can change your outlook in life. So first thing is that what you think about, you will understand that your thinking can affect the expression of a cell which brings can bring you either promote the well-being of that cell or bring or be detrimental to it. So we go through this process which really defines consciousness in a new way, gives you a new understanding and stretches your understanding of what consciousness really is and then how it affects your biology and how it affects your mindset. The second thing that is I do is I unveil what I call our truths, truths unveiled. And it is this material that I used in the end that helped bridge this gap between spirituality and science, and it's based in science. The third step is a reflection step, and it's a, it's a step where you sit down and you're truly truthful and honest with yourself. It's documenting in a letter how you really feel about life. 
And that's only for your eyes. It's not for a spouse. It's not for a God. It's not to show to any family or friends. So by document, you mean something like journaling or writing letters to yourself? You mean actually something physical to do? Something physical that you write down and you really say, you know, are you really happy with life and joyful? And this is where you need to be really honest with yourself because it's for no one else. And so don't let your ego step in and start trying to to temper what you're going to say. If you're really unhappy with life and you'd rather end it, write it down and explain how you really feel. Sure. Then you're going to seal that envelope. You're going to put it away for a year. And if you carry on this process, you'll open it a year later. What it is, it, it documents the state of mind that you're currently in. And you're going to be able to see the transition in that state by going through this process. Then what we need to do is we need to go through a a cleansing of your consciousness of all of these things. And there's a very specific list that causes you all of these bad experiences and is detrimental to your thinking and your health. So we cleanse your consciousness. And then we're going to rebuild your consciousness through a very specific process. We're going to rebuild it to be in alignment with the golden attributes of divine consciousness. So things that are in alignment with unconditional love. And then you're going to learn a meditation. And this is a key thing. You learn it later in the process because you need to understand your target when you go into this meditation. But you're going to learn a meditation where you go into an absolute silence and stillness of the mind. You will learn how to stop all your thoughts and you'll go into absolute silence and stillness. And as you go through this process, what you do is you help build new brain cells impressed with new knowledge that operate at a higher vibrational frequency than than our human consciousness does. So, Neil, is this a guided meditation type of thing? I mean, is there a step by, you know, as a step by step process that you provide in your book or any other resource that helps guide people through that? Because that's pretty intense stuff to go through that level of meditation that you are sharing here. I'm going to, I put in tips in the book in terms of how I did it and what I did that helped me do this. It's not a hard meditation to learn, but you, you have to be. So this is where you need to be diligent and you need to do, do this on a daily basis and you need to be consistent with it and okay. persistent. And so it doesn't, you can start with five, 10 minutes a day and work up to whatever you're comfortable with. I meditate, you know, it's a non-negotiable thing. I meditate between an hour and a half to two hours every morning. Wow. Okay. And when you learn to do this, what happens is you will, so I'll give you the example, a year After I started this process, I woke up to realize my depression's entirely gone. At the 13-month mark, I went into two meditations back-to-back. As you go through these meditations, you go through a higher vibrational frequency of consciousness, and you feel those shifts and changes in vibrational frequency. The spiritual energy came in through my head and then just enveloped my entire body in this state of total and complete unconditional love and we don't have the human language to describe this but i just felt totally cradled and bathed in unconditional love i felt non-judged and i didn't care what anybody had done to me in the past or what i had done to anybody i just wanted to stay there forever Mm -hmm. i had two of those back to back and when you feel when you have this is more of a feeling thing than a thinking thing and when you 
actually feel and experience this, you will know that what you've learned, this new knowledge you've learned is absolutely true. And when you get to that point, you'll just want to carry on with this process because it just keeps getting better and better and better. You have a sense of, of release, of enlightenment, of, of peace. direction, peace, peace, you know, joy, <laughs> love, all those you know, things. All um, of that. It's familiar just, with that. And then it's, you, a, life it's is an awesome just, thing. And, yeah. if, and I assume, I'm just going to assume here, Neil, that, that this type of practice, especially long meditations, you know, an hour and a half, two hours is a long meditation. Many people, you know, feel great fulfillment by doing 10 minutes or something like that. But I assume this was not really a part of your life in your prior days before you. Oh, no, not, not at all. Not at all. I had picked up some meditation in the 90s and. Now, there was lots of reasons to meditate and, you know, lower blood pressure, yeah. more feeling peace, calm, all of those kinds of things. But the true purpose of meditation is to actually make this connection back with source. Yes. And when, okay. when you good. make this connection back with source, your life will change. And so when I see somebody today, I see them as their soul is equal to my soul. It is unconditional love. And anything that they're doing that I may consider reprehensible or negative or harmful to others, I see just as their path, their experiences that they need to go through to create for themselves on their journey back to the light. Well, that's and that's a great place to be. And obviously that is where you're at now in your life. And then you've decided out of this process, out of coming to this place of ascended spirituality, that you want to share that with others and where I love, and I, so you wrote this book and you have shared, you know, you're on, on my podcast and some others I, I know where you're sharing the message here. So let's talk about that. What kind of message are you wanting to share with the public? Who should read this book? How are you serving others with, with this piece, with this enlightenment by writing this book and by what you have to, to share with them? So <clears throat> excellent question. You know, so my purpose is to help people regardless of where they are in life. As I said, you can, you can never accurately judge the inner reality of another person. Someone who's very affable and kind might be a real misery inside because we're all great actors in our environment. Mm -hmm. So regardless of the state that a person is in the, how we view them externally, I don't know who this book will reach or who this process will reach, but the goal is so my recommended way to read A Higher Road is read it cover to cover, understand the process in its entirety, and make a decision for yourself. If it resonates with you, go back and start with some of the science material or start with step one. If it doesn't resonate with you and you've bought a print copy, please just pass the book on to somebody else without colorful commentary. My goal is to help people come out of their areas in life that they are sad, unhappy, depressed, miserable, feeling hard done by or just not satisfied with life and to bring them into give them a process, a concrete process that they can go through and bring this inner love, peace, and joy to their life so that they can become a beacon of light to help others. And spread it on from there, right? To exactly. Be, uh, that, exactly. That, that, that's an awesome goal to have, to share that out of your own experience so others can share that beyond as well. Because it certainly is, you know, it's, it's pervasive in our world right now with COVID the last couple of years and wars and 
social issues and politics and everything. There is that's just the external stuff, let alone internal dynamics and families and what have you, health related things, all kinds of things are out there that can just help us, that can uh, tend to lead us or to draw us into a descent into some bad places. And you're giving us some helpful things to go to an ascendant place. And so let's kind of wrap our conversation up with this, Neil. Let's talk about, uh, you, you mentioned how you want to share this with others. I'd like to hear a story about how you've shared this with someone and you've seen it make a difference. Uh, maybe someone you've a coworker or a family member or someone who's read the book or, or something else uh, along that line, someone that you had some impact on. And so I'm interested in a story, kind of a, a story of transformation that you've experienced. Do you have anything like that? So, okay. So f- yes. And so, but there's context for that. So the context is none of this happens overnight. It takes time. So it took Mm -hmm. me a year. So my book was released last September. So September, 2021. And I have had a number of people reach out to me that have read my book and have begun this process. And I've had a few people say, for example, this book has changed my entire life. And so it's, it's not the book, but it's the information I share. And I am just the messenger. Uh, so, you know, I just, I would, had a, a meeting with someone today earlier before, you know, I've had this conversation and, you know, a, a retired dentist. And she told me that she has read my book. She's very excited about it. She's following the steps. And, you know, it's just, she can see, she's told me that it is, you know, the book that she has been waiting for, a process that is so concrete and rational and logical that can lead people to this new state of, you know, kind of inner peace, love and joy. So we'll have to follow back, you know, with these people a year from now and see where they're at. But I can already tell by the number of people that have connected with me that, you know, this is having a positive impact for some folks. Well, when you get those testimonials and some feedback on your book and your teaching, it just is, you know, I believe it's a confirmation and affirmation that, you know, you're on the right track. And it's not only it's not only for you, it's for others. And it's been worthwhile to share. And, and that's a good thing. And you've certainly have shared your message. And our audience here on Beyond Adversity is all about people who have chosen to get better, who have found themselves in some difficult situation in life and have chosen to grow through what they go through and your work here will be helpful to that thank you for being our guest today his name is d neil elliott his website is d neil we'll put connections to his website and any of the other ways that he can be contacted at our website drbradmiller.com he's the author of a higher road Cleanse your consciousness to transcend the ego and ascend spiritually. We thank you for being our guest today, Neil, on the Beyond Adversity podcast. Many thanks to D. Neil Elliott for being our guest today on Beyond Adversity with Dr. Brad Miller. I hope you heard some really helpful things, particularly if you're in a depressed state or having a tough time, and that you can find out about. We talked about his story, about his seven-step process, about what you can do through his book. And here's what else you can do. You can go to his website, dneilelliot.com, just like it sounds, just like it sounds, D-N-E-I-L-E-L-I 
OTT.com. Go to the resource section. And among the other things you can find there are some terminologies that are going to be helpful to you about his book and about the higher road process, and particularly a um, rather lengthy definition of what is consciousness. And I think you're going to find that a helpful thing for, for you. And then you can also get some more information on the uh, uh, his own journey. And has, he has a form to fill out there that you can follow and stick and stay up to date with what D. Neil Elliott is all about. Here on the Beyond Adversity podcast, we're here to be helpful to you. We have lots of great guests like Neil Elliott on our podcast, over 200 episodes, uh, people to help you to deal with depression or divorce or disease or maybe financial management or grief, death, lots of those things. I'm trained in these areas and can be helpful to you. If you want to learn more about me and what this podcast is all about, you can always go to drbradmiller.com slash 40dayway. We talk about our 40-Day Way Coaching Program, which is where we help you develop your POP, your Promised Life Plan, that will help you to get unstuck and get on with your life, to your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose. We're here to be helpful to you. My, my name is Dr. Brad Miller. It is my pleasure and privilege to serve you. We're here every week. Come join us at drbradmiller.com for the Beyond Adversity Podcast. And until next time, friends, I just want to encourage you to do all the good that you can. Thank you for listening to the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. You can find a complete archive of all episodes at drbradmiller.com. That's drbradmiller.com. Or subscribe for free through Apple Podcasts and never miss an episode. Each week, we bring you a message to crush adversity and live your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose.